0: Morning, coaches. Brian Blackburn here with the Pound the Rock podcast. I want to thank our sponsors as always through HardwoodTexas.com, Huddle Waterboy Graphics, Diamond J Metalworks, Tumbleweed Textiles, Allstate, Jeremy Thomas Agency, as well as Modern Woodman through and Landon Landry. Today, our guest is Coach C.J. Villegas from Herford High School. He's the head boys basketball coach at Herford High School. Coach V graduated high school in 2004 from Brady and graduated college in 2007 from McMurray University where he was a star cornerback on the football team. Uh, coach V is currently the head boys basketball coach at Herford High School. He's been there for the last five years and he's going to talk a little bit about his preseason development with his team this season. So coaches, thank you again for joining me for the Pound the Rock podcast and Coach C.J. Villegas from Herford High School. All right, coaches. I'm here with uh, Coach V from Hertford. CJ, thanks for being with us today.
1: Well, I appreciate you. Uh,
0: you know, we 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 talked in the past because I stole some of your stuff for this uh, this preseason with the uh, strength and conditioning portion of it, as well as the uh, the nutrition side of it. Can you go into a little bit of detail about you know how you, how that came about and some of the uh, I guess some of the uh, different. Ideas that you got from different people there at Hereford for your, for your strength and conditioning and for your nutrition stuff?
1: Yes, sir. We, uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate uh, in the situation that I'm in. We have a uh, full-time athletic trainer here, and uh, she actually just completed um, all of her uh, certifications for strength and conditioning. And, uh, and so she wanted to kind of bring uh, this aspect to, to our basketball program and I uh, kind of experiment with it a little bit, and so I was open to it. Um, obviously, you look around and, and some of the college programs and stuff like that, uh, you know, they're, they're taking a, a better approach on nutrition and uh, how, how their kids are taking care of their bodies. And uh, I know it's a small aspect, um, but, you know, the, the way that we play and uh, the pace that we play at, uh, we just we try to tell our kids that, you know, they need to be the whole package, so... Um, we're just trying to, to just work on those small aspects of uh, of the nutrition part of it. So uh, just eating right, you know, trying to do the best you can to eat right. Um, you know, we have to com- still understand that they're 15, 16 years old. And so, you know, it's not going to be 100 percent, but, you know, the best we can just to, to make sure our body is fueled and uh, and ready to go for whenever we get into the season.
0: Yeah, so she, she basically wrote up uh – you know, a nutrition guide for your program, and then she also did some some different workouts for your program, too. Is that right?
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, she developed, man, she developed probably about 20-something workouts for us. Uh, and a lot of it had to do with not a lot of strength phase. Um, you know, a, 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 a more of it had to do with, like, the technique and, and forms of uh, different lifts. Um, and then, you know, just a lot of body weight stuff uh, that, that we do. Um, we just, you know, and I've I visited with her. We're just trying to just put our bodies in different, you know, positions and situations um, because I just I feel like that's the way the, the game is played now. So we we just try to, you know, just bury it up the best we can and, and use different muscles uh, throughout our workouts. So, uh, like I said, extremely blessed to, to have her on our staff. And, uh, you know, we, we were talking about it um, just now, actually, and she, she's going to come up tomorrow morning. And uh, take us through a little yoga workout after we get done with our, our weights for our cross country stuff. Um, so, you know, just, uh, we're just, we're blessed to, to have her. So.
0: Yeah, that's, that's great stuff. And we'll probably come back to this a little bit more later, but I want to switch gears just a little bit. What's something that you learned this summer that you feel like is going to help your, your team or your program?
1: Uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely take, uh, give credit where credit is due. Uh, if you have a, if you have a chance, read any of, uh, John Gordon's books. Um, I just finished up the power of a positive team. Uh, and something that kind of came off to me, uh, after, after reading those books is, you know, we, we have to build relationships, uh, with these guys. And so, you know, I, I listened to, uh, Coach Boswell's, you know, podcast as well. And so kind of reiterate, you know, the fact that, that what they did with their program was they wanted to build relationships. Uh, and so that's kind of where I started off at first. Um, it's not necessarily, you know, sitting down and, and just getting all the stuff from, from your kids, uh, but just, you know, work your way into it, you know, over the first first couple of weeks of uh, just finding out who they are, um, you know, who their family members are, who the brothers are, sisters, uh, you know, what interests them, uh, what, what do they like, um, you know, just little, little things like that to, to build a, a better connection. Uh, i felt like was something that I, I need to do better and uh something that i wanted to work on um, for this season so just just trying to grow in that area
0: yeah that's that's really good and i've i've heard different people uh call it relationship recruiting and so you're going to recruit the players in your program by building relationships one thing i did want to ask because i know we're kind of in the same boat we both have uh young, young families i've three kids under the age of four, and you have, you know, uh, young children as well. Have you used, uh, what are some ways that I guess um, having your family around the program, having your wife and kids around, has that helped build relationships, kind of get your guard down a little bit? How have you used that?
1: Uh, it has, um, and I, I'm, I'm not sure if this is going in the right direction, but when you talk about a relationship, uh, something that it's done for me uh, having, having children is, when now, when we make a decision, obviously before our, before our kids came into our our lives, um, you know, it was we made a decision and it was it was a quick decision, and we didn't necessarily I, I didn't necessarily think it out um, as far as you know what what a parent would think um, or something like that. But now now that you have children, uh, you kind of sit back and and you, our decision making is just a little different, I guess. Yeah, uh, you know, we I kind of put into uh, perspective. Of, you know if that was my child or my son you know how how would I want him to be treated and uh you know like i said I don't know if that's if that's going to answer your question any but um as far as you know the relationship part of it uh i just i feel like that aspect is different i uh, i'm more open minded uh than I was when I started twelve years ago and uh, so it's really it's it kind of opened up my eyes um as well over the last few years so
0: yeah no that's that's a great that's a great point kind of allows us to think like a parent more more often and I think you know in regards to my family I have two girls and then a, a newborn son but the girls they just they just love the basketball players and so when they're at home playing on their little goal they're pretending to be players on my team and I Good think part. it's I think it's kind of neat to for our players to understand that you know there's little eyes watching them all all the time and and uh I, I think that's uh, you know, a way that you can build relationships, too, is that our players can see us as a dad and as a husband, not just as coach and teacher. And so I think when they get a well-rounded idea of who we are as people, I think it helps helps us build relationships with our players as well.
1: Yes,
0: sir. Well, uh, hey, let's talk a little bit about the, the athletic period. What are some things that you feel like you do during the athletic period now, you know, in this preseason time? That, uh, maybe set you apart from, from other people. What makes you unique or your program unique?
1: Uh, I mean, obviously uh, I, nothing that I'm going to tell you right now is, uh, was anything that I invented or came up with. I have to give credit to a lot of coaches out there, a lot of uh, really good and uh, successful coaches. Um, but we, about three or four years ago, we kind of took a step back and, and did something different, um, within our program. And, uh, so what we did is, is, uh, all of our, all of our boys, uh, run cross country, um, in the preseason. And, uh, and what we, what we tried to stress to them was is number one, you know, we're obviously getting conditioned because we're doing, uh, three days of, of, of weights and, uh, in two days of what we call stack, which is speed, agility and conditioning. And, uh, so we just tried to stress to them that we're doing something a little extra, uh, in that aspect so we can get in shape. Um, and then what we wanted to, to stress to them was now this will allow us five days of uh, basketball during the period uh, to work on our skills. Um, and and kids, the kids have bought into that. Um, it's been good for us. Like I said, we, we go and run cross-country meets uh, in the fall. Um, and I think that's a great, you know, team building as well um, because we're, we're doing something that, you know, hopefully not a lot of programs in this area are doing. Uh, and we just want to try to – try to set ourselves apart um, in that aspect, uh, makes us mentally tougher, uh, makes you accountable because you got to show up to the cross-country workouts, uh, you know, and those are, we're, we start at 5.47 in the morning uh, to kind of get those done, and uh, and the reason is because we have we have a lot of kids that do stuff after school, working, uh, and stuff like that, But uh, and then all with that, we want them to, you know, get in the gym as well after school, so uh, that's kind of, I, I don't know if it's, if it's uncommon, um, but for us we just we feel like it gives us a, an advantage
0: um you know throughout the, during the season so yeah I, one of my uh, one of my fords uh we ran they ran one of the cross country meets I guess two weeks ago, and he said he was more nervous for the cross country meet than he was for any basketball game we played last last year, so I thought that was kind of funny yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about culture. I know you're a big culture guy. What are some things that maybe looking back, uh, your first couple of years there at Hereford, uh, to build culture in your program? What did you do? Uh, what are some things that you're doing now? You know, I know we talked a little about the cross country stuff and and the the speed and conditioning, but what are some things maybe off the court or some different things that you've done to help build culture?
1: Sure. Um, it was that's funny because we actually just met. Uh, yesterday with uh, our seniors. So our seniors that are in offseason right now, uh, there's five of them. And uh, so we, we brought them in yesterday. And uh, we, first of all, we just sat down and we talked. Um, and then we gave them, I gave them a handout that had like three questions on the bottom of it. Uh, the main thing I wanted to see was I, I wanted them to come up with ten words that make up our culture. Uh, and it's, we're going to kind of make a, a word wall. Uh, yeah you, you see it you know you see it kind of often now where colleges are are going to those uh, just to, just to help promote your program and, and establish a, establish your culture. Uh, so we visited about our ten words. Um, obviously, the ten words were all different from the five young men because uh, I wanted to see where they were at uh, and, and we tried to stress them like I said after reading these books and stuff like that, um, I just feel like you know great teams are are player led. And so we're, we're trying, I'm trying to, you know, hold them accountable for, for how our season's going to go. Um, you know, if they, if they show up and they don't talk and they don't, you know, communicate to each other and hold each other accountable, then, you know, we're not going to be very successful. Um, so I think, and I think I've never really done this, um, because I I always felt like throughout the season, we would, we would kind of establish that culture as far as, you know, what we demand of them. And I, I just thought to myself, you know what? What if what if these guys don't know? Um, you know what if what if they don't know uh, our expectations? We would expect them to, but what if they don't? And so we, we got to sit down and, and just visit with them about about those things.
0: Right. So, what were some of the words that they came up with?
1: Uh, it was actually pretty good. Uh, I'm looking at the list right now. Uh, some of the things for our for our culture that they feel like are make up our culture. Uh, attitude, um, grit, uh, tough, energy, intensity, uh, coachable, class, um, you know, communication, teamwork, uh, play with heart, you know, and then, and then after we uh, visited about those ten words, uh, there were three questions that was, that they were asked. Uh what do you think the culture of this program is right now? What action should you take to help promote and maintain our culture? And then what do you want the culture to be like when you leave uh, so like I said, we just we used that time yesterday just to just to visit with each other because I, I want to know what they're thinking. Um, I hope they know kind of my vision and, and our vision for this program, but I I, I feel like it's gotta fall on, on those guys.
0: Yeah. I like how you finish that with kind of a legacy type question, right? I mean, you want to what's what's the, you know, what's our culture and our program after you guys leave? I like that to leave, to leave especially seniors. They start to figure it out when you talk about leaving a legacy and, you know, what you done with the program for your four years, and so that's that's kind of cool that you finished it with that legacy thought. <clears throat> what um, you know uh. This is just stuck in my mind because I know we talked about this a couple of years ago at San Angelo tournament. Can you talk about the the transition you made defensively? I know you made a big shift, right? What was it three years ago now?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Go ahead and fill fill in the audience because I think you know some coaches I think would feel like they, uh, you know, you're going to be a deny guy and you're going to be a deny guy your whole life, or you're a pack line guy and you're always going to play that way. But uh, you made the you made the switch and and you've You've kind of gone from one extreme to the other. Can you talk to your, the audience a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, we uh, obviously we were we were in a bigger classification with five A, um, and you know we we started off in a pack line defense. Uh When I first got the job here, um, I was kind of I was kind of in that that thought process, and then what I what I decided was I didn't want to I didn't want to come in and just you know reinvent the wheel and change everything up on them. At, at first, um, you know they they were pretty set in their ways on the pack on defense. So I figured it would be a lot easier for one person to learn something new, um, opposed to me bringing it in and having fifty other people uh, try to learn it. So um, you know, which was it's probably not ideal, um, but at the same time, that's just what I felt like was gonna was gonna make us successful and and uh, and you know keep us keep us going defensively. So uh, we toyed with that a little bit. Um, for about two or three years uh and then we made a, a drastic change. Uh I had I we hired a guy that um, his name is Chase Reeves. He's he's actually my JV coach now. Uh but he played under uh Randy Dean at Coronado. Um, and if you know those guys, uh they were pressure man to man. and so he kind of brought in some terminology and stuff and we sat down and visited in the summer and uh and we kind of just wrote down, you know, things that were hurting us defensively, um, and so as we were writing down things that hurt us defensively, um, we felt like going to this pressure style would kind of stop those things. Uh, so that's why you know, that's why we made the change. Um, a couple other reasons why we made the change was uh, I really felt like we would come in after games and uh, uh, just I just felt like you know the other team played harder than us at times. Um, and as as the head coach, when you go in and, and set your program and your and your your standards, uh, that's the last thing that you know all coaches want uh, is for somebody to play harder than them. So um, with the pressure style that we're doing now, uh, you know you, there's there's no there's no breaks. <laughs> um, you know you, every every guy everybody has to be doing something. All five guys have to be doing something uh, when the ball crosses. Uh, so we made a We made a drastic change. Um, with that and, and switch, but we just really felt like it was uh, going to benefit our program and, uh, and and make us better and, and a little more competitive. Um, you know, we played 33 games last year, and I I don't feel like one time that uh, you know we got we, uh, somebody played harder than us. Right. Uh, so we we kind of we got that aspect out of the out of the way. So
0: yeah, that's good, and that that kind of builds on everything that you're doing this off season. Well, with the. Strength and conditioning, and the cross country workouts, and things like that—it all kind of builds on itself. And the guys obviously see the the benefits of doing those things too. So that's that's really good. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, just a couple more things. When when you're working with your guys in basketball during the during the class period, are you a are you doing defense? Are you a defense first guy? Or are you doing all shooting and offense? What's kind of your philosophy? When you get these guys the first six weeks of school in regards to what you're, what you're working on during the class period.
1: Sure. Uh, I I don't think it's any different than any, anybody else. Uh, obviously skill development. Um, but what we do is, is that we're, we're trying to hang our hat on the defensive side of the floor. Uh, so we actually split it up. Um, out of the five days, what we do is, is we go two days of offense, uh, slash skill development and then two days of defense. Uh, and then we spend the day on our press, uh, you know, press and transition offensive defense. So just getting up and down the floor. Um, so that's kind of our our breakdown. Um, you know, obviously on the offensive and skill development side, there's there's a there's fundamental phases in there. Uh, and then obviously on the defensive side, um, you know, we're either breaking down our our presses or uh, you know just working on the half court defensive side of things. So. Um, you know, playing playing a pressure style, man to man defense. There's there's a ton of things that that need to be covered on you know the different actions and, and the ways that you want to defend it. And so you know, we kind of t- use the off season to break that down. Um, and then when our football guys hit it, you know, obviously we've got to we've got to hit it you know full speed and and as quick as we can. But we use our our off season guys to kind of demonstrate and and uh, help us you know kind of. Uh, demonstrate
0: that that actions for us. And. Cool. Yeah, that's a that's a good setup, especially for your your style. It seems like that makes that makes a lot of sense. So, so can you say that again? You said one day a week would be your uh, your press and your transition offense and defense. Then two days yeah, of, two days of offense, and then two days of defense. Is that right?
1: Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Good. And deal. we'll do that for about four weeks, and then uh, and then we'll go into you know adding like. We, depending on where we are, it'll probably be three days of uh, defense, uh, one day of shooting, and then uh, one day of offensive skills.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good setup. And uh, I know different people have different ideas in regards to practice planning and things like that, but it seems like that makes a lot of sense for your for your style, and what you're trying to accomplish offensively and defensively. So. Yes, sir. All right, well, hey, man, thanks for for taking the time and and talking to us. I know the audience is going to get some good stuff out of this, and um, I know you're a willing coach and a guy that likes to share, and you might have some questions about the nutrition stuff and the the different workouts that your trainer has developed for you guys. But uh, what are some ways that coaches can get in contact with you or uh, follow you on Twitter? Well,
1: yeah. uh, Twitter is uh, CoachB32. Um, my school e- uh, email address is C-J-V-I-L-L-E-G-A-S at herfordisd.net. Um, and then you can always send a text message. Uh, my cell phone number is area code 325-669-2420. Um, and like I said, I want I to I reiterate the fact that, you know, none of this is obviously invented by me. Uh, I've, I've gotten a lot of help over the years. There's, it's our, our organizations, um, that we're part of, TABC, THSCA, uh, the Hardwood High stuff, uh, working at TABC camps, you know, all that stuff. There's, there's so many great people out there, uh, knowledgeable coaches as well, um, that are willing to share, you know, and, and so, you know, don't, don't be afraid to, uh, to ask because, um, I'll be honest with you, I, I won't have the answer. Uh, but I'll do what I can to to help out and and uh, get you to the right person. To
0: <laughs> well, uh, so
1: and I, I'm definitely I'm definitely not in the same league as uh Jamie Boswell and, and Tyler Helm. So you asking me uh, <laughs> to do this is a great honor. So I greatly appreciate it, man.
0: Well, no, C.J., I appreciate you sharing because like I like I texted you the other day. I feel like you have stuff that you know you use that other coaches would would want to use and. You know, anytime that anytime that I see someone do something different or unique or have something that's kind of a little bit, uh, I guess, outside the box, I either a I try to use it, which I which I did. We ran a we ran a, uh, what did you call it? A, a Herford mile. What do y'all call that?
1: The herd mile.
0: Yeah, the herd mile. We did that, we did sure. one of those this morning, and I think I'm going to have about half my team quit, so I appreciate that. They, might, they I'll tell them to transfer to Hereford. but, um, <laughs> no, Don't do that. but, uh, uh, but I, I really appreciate you sharing, and, uh, what, one last thing, because you mentioned TABC and THSCA, you know, how did you sure. get involved? Because I know you're, you're big in both those organizations, and talk, maybe some, we have some younger coaches on the, on the uh, website what are some ways that they can get involved with the organizations?
1: Well, you know, I, I think, number one, uh, form a good relationship with your with your athletic directors. Uh, I mean, those people are, are very knowledgeable. I know I'm, I'm blessed in the situation that I'm in right now uh, with, with a, a good boss um, and one that promotes um, everything, you know, wants us to be involved. Uh, but, you know, get, get in touch with those, with those people. Um, you know, obviously – the, the knowledge and the, and the stuff that you can get um, from the different organizations is, I mean, it's, it's amazing uh, what's out there and who's willing to help. Uh, so, you know, just, just be a part of those organizations. Um, attend the clinics. Uh, you know, TABC Clinic is obviously a good one. Uh, THSCA does a good job as well. Uh, and then our camp our stuff that we do in the summer is, I, I mean, I've, I've been doing that almost 10 years now. And I, I really feel like I uh, contribute and, and bring something, you know, bring something back home uh, every trip. Uh, so it's, it's just a great group to be around um, for the few days that we're down there, and uh, you know, it's a passionate group that's very knowledgeable and, and willing to share. So it's uh, you know, just use those guys and and, uh, and and try to gain some some information from them.
0: Coaches, thank you again for tuning into the Pound the Rock podcast. Tune in next time for more great content regarding planning, developing, and coaching the game that we love. As always, I would like to thank our sponsors and hardwoodtexas.com, allowing us to get our basketball fix 24-7, 365. Thank you again for listening, and make today a great day.